peeps? I'm Matt. And he's back. And I'm, I'm Mike. back. I'm alive. <laughs> I'm alive. I'm so happy you're back. Thank you. Uh, and I'm Mike. I'm glad I'm glad <laughs> to be back. You know, in Bermuda they didn't have Wild Mewtwo's, but they did have Mother 3 on the Nintendo Switch, the Nintendo Wii U, the Nintendo Wii, Nintendo GameCube, Nintendo Power Glove, and the PlayStation 4. Power glove? <laughs> they ported it to a peripheral. They ported it to the power glove. That's like me saying, like, "Oh man, have you played Donkey Kong on the Pro Controller?" <laughs> wow. That, oh man. So, Matt, who are we? We are the Pink Gold Peeps. We are two twenty-somethings who love playing video games and talking about them at all all things nerdy, essentially. Basically, yeah. So, uh, Mike, how's it been going? It's been busy. My, my job's kind of kicking up. We, uh, I think I said this that I we uh, we lost a, a member of our team who like left. Oh, did they die? No, 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 no. I'm no, just no, kidding. No, no, no. That, no. Was, that was a that was a bad. Death joke. isn't funny, man. I know. I'm um, sorry. It's okay. But yeah, she left, and it's just like I'm finally feeling that a little bit more. Does but, it suck? Uh, uh, yeah, a little bit. But you, you liked her, didn't you? Uh she she's all right. She's not my favorite. My favorite one's out of maternity leave. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, that's right. I remember. Yeah. Uh, but it's just been a little crazy, but the only good thing about that is, like, if I catch a later train, then usually no one sits next to me, I can always play my Switch. There you go. Uh, but what about you, Matt? Tell us about um, Bermuda. Give us a, it's give been us a quick... good. It was absolutely beautiful. I loved it. I've never been there before. Sand was pink or speckled with pink. That was really cool. Um, I played a little bit of Pokemon Go while I was in Bermuda. Yeah, that was the, the best whole, thing. Um, can I talk about this for a sec? Yeah, go ahead. So, so Matt didn't have cell service for most of the trip. So, like, I was texting him the direct. And the best part is, like, he gets to Bermuda, and I'm like, okay, well, he's not checking his phone for his internet. But then I look on Pokemon Go, and I have a gift. Oh, a gift from Matt. Matt, what is it? it it's a gift from Bermuda. And I'm like, are you kidding me? You can't respond to all the cool things I'm talking about, but you can send me a gift. I thought it'd be cute if I sent you a postcard from Bermuda. It was hilarious. <laughs> I was just like, what am I supposed to do here? That was because uh, we went we went somewhere for lunch, and I, they, they had free Wi-Fi there. So mm. instead of texting you all, I decided to stay completely silent and just send you a postcard. Works for me. That was it. All right. Uh, but yeah, uh, got back. I saw Slenderman, and it made me very upset because I love Slenderman. Was it not very good? Okay, so it's like, it was one of those movies where you can see the potential. Like, the potential was clearly there, and it could have been a really good movie, but they just blew it. Oh. And part of that is because Sony did that thing that Sony does where they dissect the movie and take half of it out before the movie's released. Perfect. So wait for the special director's cut? Hopefully there will be a director's cut, but there were, there were also other problems with the movie, and I'm not going to spoil the movie, and we're not reviewing the movie. Yeah, we're not a, we're not a movie could, podcast. I we're not a movie podcast. I spend a whole podcast talking about this movie, because I, I have some feelings. Great. Listen to the slender gold peeps um, on SoundCloud, where it's just Matt literally raving for an hour about movies. <laughs> and this week, we'll talk about the first ten minutes of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a 20-part series. Like, if I had to rate the movie, a solid, like, four out of ten. Okay. Could have been, could have been an eight out of ten but it wasn't anyway all right anyway so um matt what have you been playing uh i have been playing overcooked a lot a lot of overcooked so this is the first one or the sequel this is the sequel okay. i played through the whole first game with my roommate on the hive mind at youtube go check it out wow he's plugging his movie podcast he's plugging his youtube <laughs> channel all right matt um but now i'm playing the second one and i downloaded it when i got home and i played with a group of four the first night okay and it was the hectic fun that I remember, plus some, because now you can throw 
only raw food items. You can only you. But what we do is you just pick them up, and if you need to get them across a gap, instead of like having to put them on a table and they get rotate around or something, you just go yeet and you throw it at the person. Yeah, it's, it's really great. It seems like such a simple thing, and I've never actually played the first Overcooked, but like watching people play it, I'm like, wow, this really changes the game it, in the worst it way. It like actually changes the game a lot in both a worse and a better way. Um, there's new food items that you can make, so it really switches up the gameplay, and they don't necessarily add new mechanics because you're doing the basic thing, but you have to do them in different ways or in different orders or with different methods or something like that, which does make it different, and so you have to like, you have to strategically think about the game more. Cool. And that's really fun. Um, playing with four people, I thought, you know, maybe this will be easier with four people because we ah. have more hands. Ah. It wasn't. It wasn't easier. I was like, I, I need my roommate. <laughs> he knows how to play the game. Um, yeah, I can most, imagine. Most of my friends liked it. Our one friend who doesn't like to play cooperatively. Not that he doesn't like playing cooperatively. He just doesn't like playing on the team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he didn't like the game. And I was like, why don't you like the game? And he looked at me and he goes, because I, I cannot goof around. Like, I cannot not be part of the team. Otherwise, no one else will have any kind of fun. Really? Yeah. That's, like, actually kind of a bummer for me. Because, like, don't get me wrong. I like putzing around like an idiot. And I want to be able to play the game. But I feel bad if you're just, like, if you're the worst player, you're going to feel bad. No, 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 no. It's, it's not like that. But, oh, like, okay. the way he intentionally, like, screws it up then, like, no one else can, like, do anything, essentially. Okay. And, like, sometimes it's funny, like, in certain ways. Like, I remember when my roommate and I played through the game, the first game, um, just to be funny every now and then, when I knew we weren't going to win a level, like, when we just totally, like, screwed it up and everyone went kablooey, then I would goof around with the fire extinguisher and just, like, go in spirals or, like, blow myself off the edge so, or so something. So what you're saying is it's like when we played Surgeon Simulator and we knew we were going to die, and I was like, Dr. Matt, stop yeah, exactly. the body! Or, um, remember when you, me, and my roommate played through Triforce Heroes? Oh my And, like, gosh. every now and then we would do something stupid in that game? Oh my god. I forgot about that. Listen, we didn't finish that game, and that still, like, hurts me every day. But it was so much fun. It. That is a game, like, if you actually have three people, you should really play that game. That is, it's an incredible game. The amount of times I threw the two of you off a cliff. I know, remember that? <laughs> because I used, the, I used the costume that was the three balloons so I could throw myself off three times before getting hurt. <laughs> so I was like, oh yeah, throw me off, <laughs> whatever. But I So I would, I would compare Overcooked to that game. Okay. Not because they're similar in gameplay, but in the way that you have to work together. They're very similar. So, as like, if if our friend, like, didn't cooperate at all, you could see how that would be a bad time, right? Yeah. That's what I mean. Okay. So, it's not like the worst player just is a pain. It's... Right. Exactly. Okay. Um, But, very, very good game. I would argue one of the best multiplayer games, like, ever. Wow. Honestly, because it is just, it's so much fun. To me, I mean, that's, that's probably a me thing, but I think it is so much fun. Sweet. So, anyway... Uh, next up is our indie spotlights, and we have quite a couple this year. Yeah, well, uh, this week. episode, this episode, this episode, this Matt, year, this Matt, last episode of the year. Matt, Matt's still, uh, Matt's still getting back. He's still adjusting. Right, exactly. Um, obviously. Yeah. So the first one, I want to, I want to read this how it was, how it was stated, because I'm not actually sure which one's which, <laughs> but it says on on a post on October 11th and November 8th, Child of Light and Valiant Hearts will be hitting the Switch. It was not super clear which date was which. It's really a gamble, and I'm, I'm sure you could have Googled it anywhere else to figure out the answer. No, this was, like, right when it was announced, and I was oh. like, oh, I don't know. But, yeah, so these games are, are two well-known... Are they indies, or are they just, like, They're small both developers? Indies. Well, um, no. Valiant Hearts, I believe, is an indie, and Child of Light is Ubisoft. Okay. But Ubisoft, I think, is publishing both. Yes. So... 
the this is really cool. I I'm not sure. The issue is like I saw. My, the, yeah, I have played both of these games, and you should play both of these games because they are both incredible games. Okay, now riddle me this: Are they coming out physical or are they coming out digital? Because this this entire announcement left me with more questions. I don't know. The announcements were very vague. Yeah, it was like I'm not sure which one's coming out when. If it's physical, how if, much they are. But I have heard both. Both of these games I've heard good things about. If they're physical, I would definitely get Child of Light physical. I don't know. I mean, Valiant Hearts is a beautiful masterpiece of a game. It's, um... If you don't know anything about Valiant Hearts, it's, like, a 2D kind of, like, almost like you're walking through a story, but there's also puzzles and stuff to do. Okay. So it's it's not necessarily a great, like, game game kind of thing, which but I know you're not game. a fan of. It's a heavy but story. But it is game. an incredible story. It is cool. such a good game. Now, And Child then Child of... of Light is the best turn-based game I've ever played, hands down. Now, you... I remember... So, um, here, here's a little bit of a... Inside knowledge for Pink Old Peeps fans. The first episode me and Matt ever did, which never got released, along with a bunch of other episodes, was talking about Pokemon switching from real time as opposed to, to, to just right, turn-based. Right. And you talked about this game, but like, so what is, isn't it like you said something about like a music bar or something like that? Like, what am I, what am I talking if about? So there is this bar at the top of the screen. I like now that I know more about turn-based games, I think this might kind of be in other turn-based games. But essentially, every character has a ticker on the t- on the bar up there, and everyone is at all times slowly going down. And certain characters, depending on like their speed and stuff, go down at different like scales at different times. So you have to look, okay, who's going when? When can I expect this person to go? And then you have to think, how can I stop them from going? Or how can I use this person's turn to the biggest advantage? And you also have this little firefly friend who is adorable and he's this little blue thing and you can move him around while you're in game like in the battles so while the turn-based battle is going on you're also using i think it was the right stick to move him around and you can highlight your characters to make them go faster down the line Interesting. or you can bring them over to your opponents and i think you can make them go slower down the line and you can also pick up um these little like orbs around the field that will give you like slowly build like energy bars and stuff so bonuses and stuff like right that. so he, he was just good for all that kind of stuff okay so it now you haven't played final fantasy 6 or 7 right i've played a little bit of 7 is it like that where like there's that bar on the bottom like that so instead of going down it's going up where like everyone can go once the, their bar is ready to go and you just have to go Kind of, but everybody's but, not on the same bar. Yeah, well, they're they're not in the same bar either. But that's what I'm thinking. Like, it's one of those things where like you take your turn based action, but the the amount of time you wait is real time. Yes. So like, if I yeah, so that's as Chrono Trigger two does that. Um, where like, it, I I could spend as much time as I want picking you know Matt's right. turn, but well, the other guys are gonna go down. In the meantime, people are gonna attack mm-hmm. me. Yeah, no, I, knowing that that's the combat system, but it has more to it than that. Gets me excited. It's um, so, it, and it's a really, it's a very cute story. It's like it's a fairy tale essentially. Okay, cool. And it's it's great. I love that. It game. does look very pretty. The pictures I've seen. It is know. it's it is gorgeous. Cool, gorgeous game. Yeah. All right. Next one is something that's exciting. And by the time it comes, it actually came out today. It did. Um, I have to go get it. I actually I am buying it. So if you want to hold back on this one, I'm picking this one up. Okay. Um, keep talking, and no one explodes. Which is a game that came out on Switch. Uh, it's coming out on Switch. It was on PC, and it was on PlayStation VR. Um, and I think regular PlayStation 2. If you haven't heard of this game, this is a great game for, for a big group of people. The idea is that one person is defusing a bomb. And the bomb is like a briefcase shape with like some modules on it. And everyone else is given like a 20-page manual about all the different modules and how to defuse them. However, you 
as the bomb person, can't look at the at the guide, and the people reading the guide cannot see the bomb. So the bombers has to explain these things well enough that the other people understand what they're talking about, and the people who are reading it need to make sure that what they're doing is the right thing, and they'll tell you what to do to cl clear a module. And if you don't clear it right, you explode. This is like, to me, this is quintessential Switch game. Like, yeah, if you sure. told me, if, you, if I had never heard of this game before, I would think that it came out on Switch first. Because the idea of having this on a handheld system is perfect, mm -hmm. right? Like, PC, I feel like it's the same way, right? Like, I could sit there on my laptop and do this, and I can be in a position where we're all sitting around together. But no one else can see it. But no one else can see it. PlayStation VR, I think, was an also another great one for this. But, like, I could never see buying this on, like, a home console and, like, playing it on the television. Right. Like, it's just, not, it loses the magic. Exactly. But seeing this coming out is, like, really exciting. I, I want to see the reviews, make sure it's a good port, but I, I can't imagine it's a bad port. My, my only concern... And this would obviously... I'd have an answer if I played the game. But I'm afraid that after constant replayability, if the puzzle would get old, and once, like, you get familiar enough that the person with the book can just go, oh, it's the so-and-so thing, and then the person with the bomb goes, oh, I know what to do. Yeah, from what I've seen, some of the modules get a little, like, crazy. Like, one of the Let's Players that I watched did, like, I watched only the first two episodes of it, and there was one module where, like, They'd seen it once before, and they screwed it up last time, and they're still, like, trouble, because it's, like, it's, it was, um, it was, like, four numbers in a row, and then a big number on a big green screen, but it was, like, if, it was, like, okay, every time you press the right button, it will be, like, one, two, three, or four, um, but it will be, like, oh, if it's, like, this, press the three, or press the leftmost button, but then, like, the fourth or fifth one's, like, if it's a four, press what you did for the second press. And you're like, wait, hold on, what was the second press? Right. So, like, even if... I think they made a good job from what I've seen that even if there's only, like, you know, 10 to 12 modules, they're all just complex enough that I think it would be good. And the other thing is, is I think that... I, I hope, anyway, that... Um, I hope that if you play it, it's not like one of those things where if you switch and like, okay, why don't you be the bomb person now and I'll go back to being the thing. That doesn't like break the game. Right. Um, but I need to read more into it. But this sounds even slightly interesting to you. Pick it up because it looks like even if you only had this for like one party and you played this game, it seems like it's such a good time. Yeah, no, I definitely think so. Looks like I, I always wanted this game. Yeah. Alright, this next one uh, I put on here because I know we have to talk about it. Mike, but... Mike does not like Undertale. Matt, um, Matt, we're trying to grow the podcast. You don't say things that get people angry. I'm sorry. Again, forward all hate mail to pinkledpeeps at gmail.com. I yep. will read it all. May not respond to it all. Yep. Um, <laughs> so, yes. Um, um, it's... It, I, I don't want to get into my opinions on Undertale here, but the fact is... Special edition's coming. The special edition is coming to the Switch as well, and if you are interested, go pick it up. It is... I want everything in the special edition because I, I like the game, but I don't want to buy the game again. I just want all of the cute things. That so you come like with it. the game, but you don't enjoy it enough to buy it a second time. Right, well, I don't want to buy this game a second time. I don't yeah. think I need to buy the game a second time because I still have the console that I bought it on the first time, Fair. and it's not that good. Don't say that, Matt. We're gonna get in trouble. Sorry. Uh, next one. Go ahead. Gone Home is coming to Switch on August twenty third. What is this? Are you serious? I can't. Like, I know the name, but like, this suddenly, has been like, like low. I, I mean, I don't necessarily agree with it, but it's been low key deemed the indie game to end all indie games. It is a walking sim through a house. And okay, now I know what game this is. Don't want to spoil the game, but it's coming August twenty third. Is this is one of those games that's been ported to every system on the planet? Um, it's a very good game, and I would definitely play it for the story. It's a really good story. Yeah, even even I, who's someone who doesn't really like these 
very, very heavy, like, you know, gameplay light story heavy games. Like, if someone said, hey, do you want to play this game? I might, like, sit with them and watch them play it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's fair. Next one? Uh, Fall of Light is coming August 23rd. That's a game that we talked about a little while ago. Remember, it was a top-down night game. It's a dungeon crawler based off of, like, Dark Souls and stuff. Okay, yes. I do remember I was talking about this game. August 23rd. Cool. Uh, next one up, so, uh, well, actually, wait. I don't think I know this one. You don't know this one either? This, uh, there's another game coming out called Gris, and it is a 2D puzzle game. Okay. Where you cannot die in the game. It is just a calming game talking about, um... I think they were saying, like, a lot of different, like, mental things, like depression and anxiety and stuff like that. Is this a port or is this a new game? I believe it's a new game. It's coming out this Christmas, and it's about this girl getting over all of these things. And it's supposed to be, like, symbolic within the gameplay. I remember seeing the pictures of this game. This game looks really pretty. Right. Um, I have a a short description, if you'd like me to read it. Um, well, I mean, give me, like, the, give, give them the version that they can go look for. So, I mean, you can find this on MyNintendoNews.com, which is where I found it. And it's just this girl journeying through this, like, reality that's been manifested around her. And it's just talking about her who's just, like, been emotionally drained and fading from reality. And it's this story of, like, in her head getting back into reality. Cool. Next up is another indie game. Mike, do you know anything about this indie game? Uh, I remember the first one. I remember you and I once were just, like, trolling the eShop and we found this game. Uh, This is The Police 2. Is yes, coming out. I am super excited for this game. I was very close to buying the first one. I decided there wasn't enough in the game. Basically, This is the Police 1 was kind of a management system where you were a police chief and you had to manage the police force and decide who was going to go on what job and like decisions you would have to make. This game is all of that and a strategy... RTS. RTS. One of those kinds of games. Wait, not RTS. RTS is Warcraft. Real-time strategy. No. No, yeah. it's like uh, Fire Emblem. Yeah, it's like a tactics-based I call it board game strategy. Because <laughs> it's like a board game. Anyway. I, I, yeah. So um, it's one of those. The description that I had read said it's kind of like that now. And each police officer on your force has their own strengths, weaknesses, fears, oh, and cool. all that kind of stuff. So you have to account for all of that. So it's both the game that the first game was, plus all this new stuff. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but the, the, the regular version of the game also had some like kind of like ethic themes right like about, yes it like, did. The, yeah so like don't think this is just like a management sim right there's, exactly there's some dark story you're, in you're like you're a police chief so yeah. like imagine all the things that come with being a police chief yeah uh that comes out september 25th yep. if i didn't say so and what's the last thing that owlboy is getting a limited a, a sexy sexy limited edition coming out in the united states and canada don't know if this was already announced but all the stuff that comes in it has now been shown off and the date has been announced. So September 28th. and what, So it's a physical version of the game? Physical version of the game. Yeah. I have never been, really been interested in getting Owlboy, but now that I can get it physically, and there's a lot of nice stuff that comes in this like, physical thing, the, I'm like, the... maybe I'll do this. Anyway, anyway. Yeah. Base game. Either on Switch or PlayStation 4. Certificate of authentic- Authenticity. Oh, yeah, I didn't realize Tim was on the show. You know, <laughs> I can read. with uh, I don't say Aloha. As opposed to Alola. Listen, listen, it was late, I'm tired, and I was thrown off because I, I lost the I will never get over that, but anyway, anyway. It comes with a certificate of authenticity. Yes. With a unique limited edition number. Come with the original soundtrack with a physical copy featuring the majestic Owlboy sounds. Owlboy notebook for logging all your adventures. 
Elboy manual full of useful information about the game. I, I love those physical manuals. I don't ever, yeah. like, use them, but, like, I'll flip through them. I'm yeah. like, oh, that's cute. Two pins, one of the Elboy logo and one of the main character, Otis. Two metal coins inspired by the collectible buccanary bucan, coins in the game. A pin box to safely store your pins and coins. And a sticker sheet with 17 magnificent Elboy stickers. How much? Don't know. Hmm. <laughs> See, that sounds good until I know how much it costs. If you want to talk about the next thing, I will gladly tell you what the price is afterwards. Sure. Um, but before we go to that, um, just... Elboy, I, I... I hear it's a very good game. Yeah. I'm hoping... I wish it would just come out physically, because you know I am about my physical editions. It is but, coming out physically. No, but, like, in non-special edition form. It is, for $25. <laughs> okay, I'm in. <laughs> anyway, uh, so... The limited collector's edition is... $120 on eBay, but it's $72 on PlayAsia. So, probably around 75 to 80 bucks regularly, and... $70 on GameStop. Okay, there's our answer. $70. Uh, the Switch one is red, and the PlayStation one is blue. <laughs> Talk about Doom. Okay, yeah. We're going so, to quick news and updates. Yes, yeah, so uh, the big news this weekend was Doom Eternal. Got some live footage showing us the game. It looks really fun, but the big thing about this, and really... This is like the big, I think this is the big news of just a week in general, the, is that it is coming out, it is coming out the day of launch on all three systems. Like, yes, it is. That is, I don't know if that's the news of the week, but that's pretty big news. It's, it's pretty big news. I mean, I don't know what else would be bigger than that this week. Uh, well, I mean, that, that, but we knew that. We'll get there, we'll get yeah, there. Yeah, we'll get there. The fact is, like, I mean, I, we were all, everyone was like, oh, well, it's gotta come out on Switch, right? They brought Doom 2016 to Switch. Right, of course. But to have it come out day of makes me super excited. I mean, I hope, I hope this means that developers will finally release games on Switch Yeah, that's day what of. it is. I think it's, it's setting a very big precedent that Bethesda is like, yeah, we're gonna launch this game on all three systems because the Switch is a powerful system. Plus, well, powerful is the wrong word. A a powerful system, not in terms of like the system's physical selling power. power. Selling yes, power. Yes, it is a juggernaut in the sales <laughs> department. Anyway, plus, like, think about it. Like, I feel like nowadays, anytime anyone releases a game, they're like, okay, so when's the Switch port coming? I don't. I disagree. Not for like a lot of games, but like, think about all the games where you're like, oh, is this coming to the Switch? Is this coming to the Switch? Is this coming to the Switch? Have you seen all those people? Uh... People love games coming to the Switch. I mean, yeah, I love it when games come to the Switch too. I do a podcast, but I'm not like, oh. I'm like, oh, PS4. Yeah, see, you see, that's the thing. You have another system that you use. Where, like, yes, there's a PS4 in my house, but I don't really use it. Where I'm but like, that can change. But it's not my PS4. That the one in the living room, I assume he will let you use. I, he's not saying he's not letting me use it. Just listen, listen, listen. Most of the gaming I play is on the go. I play like two to three hours of video games a day on average, and two to three hours of that is on the train. Uh huh. So I'm like, I can't, I can't buy like, you know, like how I like, I really want to play Persona Five, but I can't play Persona Five because it's only on the PS4. And if I had a game, no, no. And if I had to play a huge JRPG only when I was home, I would never finish Persona. That's 5. how you played every other JRPG before the Switch came out. Uh, yeah, but you know how? What was the last home console I had? The Nintendo Wii. And I played a lot of big JRPGs, but I played Chrono Trigger on the DS. I played Bravely Default on the 3DS. I play, I didn't finish it, but I played Xenoblade Chronicles on the 3DS. I played every Pokemon game on the 3DS. I played Final Fantasy Tactics on the DS. Like, all these games, why did I play them a lot and get through them? Because they were mobile. Mm -hmm. So for me, that's a big deal. 
But anyway, the point is, Doom Eternal, coming to Switch launch day, very exciting. Panic Button is uh, taking, like, the lead on the port. They are, like, the port people now. Right, exactly. <laughs> the best thing, did you see their Twitter? When, when Bethesda announced that Doom Eternal was coming to Switch, Xbox One, and PS4 on uh, at the same time, Panic Button tweeted back, Wait, who's porting it? <laughs> and I was like, Panic Button. That's amazing. <laughs> I love you. Um, 30 frames per second is what they're aiming for. Which I thought was an interesting thing. Well, that I was, was like, you regular can, you can Doom do 30. It. You can get up there to 30. Yeah. I, I, I just didn't like the wording saying we're aiming for 30 frames per second. Because, like, if it's lower than 30 frames per second, then there's definitely a problem. Yeah. Um, traditional multiplayer. People were a little worried that it wasn't going to have that. Yeah, but I don't know. I have the, I have the Doom... You don't care about the multiplayer. I don't. Well, that's the thing. Like, I, I downloaded Doom's multiplayer on my Switch, and I just, like, I never even opened it. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think I'd ever use the multiplayer, but for some people, it's important. No, it's it's a very important function of the game, yeah. so it's good that it's there. Cool. Uh, next one. So, real fast, we got a little bit of more news about the uh, Torna, the Golden Country, the big, big expansion for Xenoblade Two. We got uh, a couple more uh, screenshots of the pause screen, and it's the cool thing is, first off, is it showed the characters at level fifty, which should be a testament to how long this DLC is because. When I finished the game, my characters were only at level 65, I think. And I, I mean, no note, I had a lot of blades that I wanted to do stuff with and do side quests. But I still dropped 100 hours into that game. And if I even get a quarter of that, I'm going to be very, very excited. Um, but it looks like, without spoiling anything, there are three characters um, that we knew of, at least. And it looks like each of them has two blades that they can use. And it's not like Xenoblade 2 regular where you can get just other blades to switch between. It looks like they only have... Two blades, and that is what they do. Uh, and I'm really excited to see, because they've been talking about this, and how the combat's different, but still has the same, like, base function. And this is just, I mean, it's coming out really soon, so I want to bring this up. So if you're interested, and you just need to get your appetite wet for a little bit more Xenoblade 2, this is it. Do we have a release date? Uh, yeah, we do. We actually had it since E3. I know. Can um, you remind them? Well, the... Hold on. Matt's going to judge me, because I'm pulling out my little sheet. Um... <laughs> The Torna Golden Country Physical Edition, which will come out a week after, is uh, September 21st. So September 14th, if you bought the season pass, you can play it. And you can tell me, the consumer who's buying it physically, whether or not to buy it. Awesome. Yeah, so it's really cool. Uh, next one up, this one, I really want to talk about this one too. Sorry. See, Matt had like all the indies this week, and I had a lot of the news <laughs> this week. Uh, Pokemon Quest has made $8 million in revenue. Crazy. It's just crazy. I mean, it's fun. Yeah. I stopped playing it, but that's because I had like six Pokemon left and I couldn't find them. I want to know how much our friends, our two friends, who spent $30 on the game actually played, played. it. I think I played it more than the two of them combined. I, 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 I think five. both of us did. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, listen, if you haven't played Pokemon Quest, it's a great time killer. Go play Pokemon Quest. Uh, next one up. This is uh, not necessarily Nintendo-related, but the Pokemon Company-related. Nintendo. Yeah. So, um, for all the people who grew up in the 90s, we all played Pokemon, the trading card game. They're... Well, we, we played with the cards. We played with the cards. We didn't, we didn't necessarily know the rules. We, we didn't play the game. We played with the cards. <laughs> um, Pokemon First Edition Starter Set came out in 1999, and a box-sealed version of this box was sold at an auction for $64,000. I want to know what was in it. Well, here's the thing. Matt, a mint from the pack fresh first edition holographic Charizard 
is worth half the price of that box. I know. So if he opens two Charizards, he's actually made money. I no no well thirty thousand, sixty thousand, you got you got four more thousand. Well, no, I think the Charizard's worth more than just thirty thousand. I was kidding. Anyway, the fact is is um this is crazy, but I just thought it was really funny and I wanted to bring it up. Yes, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh Matt, you want to talk about this next one? It's your favorite game. Oh, my favorite my favorite game. Uh, I could do another podcast all on Dark Souls. Um Dark Souls is coming out October nineteenth, as well as the Amiibo. Don't want the game, want the Amiibo. I love, I love how summer turned into mid October. I know, right? You know that that meme where it's like, what is? <laughs> yes. I saw my favorite one is um is Nomura with the release of Kingdom Hearts three years. What is the thirteenth month it? of twenty eighteen? This is is this the thirteenth? Oh yeah, month that one, that one, that one. <laughs> that, that's like this. Is, is this, this late summer? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, I don't really care, but I feel bad for the people who are, like, really excited about this game, because they announced it in March, and, like, you can't tell me that by May they weren't, like, <laughs> Right. Well, I mean, it's coming out. You got it. October yeah. is a good month for Dark Souls, because it is kind of spooky. It's a spoopy month. Exactly. For a spoopy <laughs> game. That's a good That's a good game to play. You, get, you know, cuddle up, cuddle up in your blanket, turn all the lights off, and play some play Dark, Dark Souls. Souls. Alright, uh, next one. This is uh, a little bit of a bummer for me because this week I went out and I didn't check my uh, I didn't check my up-to-date Nintendo news. The uh, Hori D-pad Joy-Cons, those are that Joy-Cons with the, le- the left Joy-Con with the D-pad instead of the four buttons. Um, with the cool, really cool designs. $25. They're supposed to come out this week. Uh, that has been moved. According to Amazon, it's going to be mid-September. And according to GameStop, it's the end of this month. So if you're interested, I'm sorry, but we gotta just keep Keeping our eyes out for them. So, uh, you know. Oh, well. You'll get them later. You'll get them. You'll get them. But it's like, oh, whatever. It was very interesting. I was just like, what? Yes. Yeah. Uh, two things I got. I think they're announced either today or recently. Um, there's two new versions of a bundle. So, for if, if you know, if you listen to this show and maybe you only have a 3DS and you've been thinking about buying a Switch, there's two new bundles. Uh, I believe they're big box exclusive. I think one's Walmart, one's Target. One for the Labo lovers is $340, and it's a Switch and either of the two Labo kits that are out right now. That If you don't have a Switch yet, that's a really good Labo deal. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, I mean, the Labos are $70, and the robot ones are 80. 80 So if Labo interests you and you want to buy a Switch, it, do this. It's cool. Um, the other one, and this is what I kind of thought was funny. So it's $360, and it's a Switch, but it comes packed in with two games. You want to know what the two games are, man? What are they? The one game is Mario Tennis Aces. But do you know what the second game is? Oh, I, I, I did read this, and now I can't remember. What game do you think they would pack into a Nintendo Switch for basically the MSRP of free? 1-2-Switch. It is 1-2-Switch. <laughs> so, um, listen, listen. If you're interested in getting a Switch and you're interested in Mario Tennis Aces, this is a good deal, because as Matt and I said, 1-2-Switch is a fine game if it's free. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, or just cheap. And listen, you're, you're buying is, the Switch. This is pretty perfect. This is pretty perfect. So those are just two cool new deals that are coming out for people who don't necessarily have a Switch yet. Uh, you want to do this next one? Uh, yeah, sure. All right, so Switch Online is coming out sometime in the second half of September. Yeah, they're pretty vague the, about this. Was the still. official announcement kind of thing. So that's coming. You can probably safely expect some kind of direct explaining the online. I would, I would hope so. I think so. I think we'll get something like that. Hopefully in the past, in the way past, Nintendo wasn't really good with that kind of stuff. But recently they're good with that kind of thing. So hopefully. 
And also, you can now pre-order the online subscription from Best Buy and GameStop, in addition to Amazon that happened a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So, uh, there you go. I mean, you know, you you better watch out if that digital thing sells out. Oh, darn. Better, better pre-order it. You gotta pre-order it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. But right. yeah, it's cool. Yeah. And it's exciting to see it's actually finally coming out. Exactly. Um, I'm going to download... I'm going to figure out... I hope they give us a little more info about... And this is the big thing for me is about how the streaming, like, classic titles work. Can I download them and play them offline? Yeah, no, we definitely need more we clarification need more. on that. Um, um, I want to know how... We know they're coming. I want to know how streaming services will fall be, yeah. fall around there. Because, like, for, um, like, PlayStation, you don't need PlayStation Gold to be able to use... Or PlayStation Plus, excuse me, uh, to be able to use, like, Netflix and stuff. Yeah. Like, I don't have PlayStation Plus, and I can still use that stuff. Yeah. I don't know if... um. I don't know if Switch is getting that. It has Hulu, doesn't it? It does. I think it has Hulu. I I know someday Netflix will come to this. Eventually, it has to. But anyway, cool things to think about. Uh, the other thing that came out today, uh, today, today, the yes. um, the demo for August sixteenth. Mon- if you haven't figured it out yet, yes, Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate has a demo available on Nintendo Switch eShop. I believe in all locations, all regions. Yes. Uh, okay. Now. I don't think I did this on the podcast, but I was telling Matt about this. I have been fighting with the idea of playing a Monster Hunter game for a very long time, and I'm really excited about this demo if I didn't already pre-order the game. Are you kidding me? Hello, everyone. This is Mike. In this episode, we don't say some nice things, so we need to record some nice things to cover up those not-so-nice things that we say. Bear with me. I'm... I'm... Well, Mike, play the fucking demo! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, cut that out. <laughs> no, no, you have to bleep it out. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, play the demo. If you don't like the demo, stop your pre-order. I know. Listen, listen, listen. Here's the thing. I did the thing that I do every time. I'm like, do I want to do something or no? I did extensive research, and I was like, okay, okay, I'm into this. I think All I... Right. Because you know what okay. it is? I, uh, I, here's the reason. I, I played Monster Hunter Try Ultimate. The, the one that came out on the, yep. the 3DS. Um, I played... I got it for a, for a plane ride, and I didn't know anything about Monster Hunter. I didn't know a single... I was like, listen, this game looks cool. It's on the box. I just got my 3DS, and I wanted a game to play on it. I was like, let me try this Monster Hunter game. I remember reading about Monster Hunter Try coming to the Wii and Nintendo Power when I was reading that as a kid. The game sounds cool. Monster Hunter isn't a game you could just say, this game sounds cool, let me just try it. No. Y- you gotta go in knowing that, like, this game will break you, because it's like, listen... Listen, I'm an awesome game. Do you want to know the rules? I ain't teaching you no rules. You gotta figure it out yourself. Well, it does teach you, but there's so, like, many of them. You're like, what is going on? So I'm, like, really excited, like, reading more into it and reading about it. And knowing, honestly, the big thing for me was that in Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate, apparently, most of the content you can just do solo. Like, there are missions that are designed to play with multiple people, but if you don't want to have people to play with or you don't want to play online, it's not like, well, you can't do those missions. Like, apparently it's really good about that, so. Um, Wait, I'm sorry, are you talking about, like, multiplayer? Yeah. I don't, um, that's Monster Hunter World that's, like, not no, Monster Hunter World multiplayer, is, yeah. but. But, like, Monster Hunter, um, actually Monster Hunter Try, the one I played, apparently, I was reading on that. There's like, cause there's like two groups of missions. There's like the missions you do single player and the missions you do multiplayer. And if the missions you do multiplayer in that game, you just had to like grind out so much if you ever want to do them alone. Mm-hmm. So this one, it's like, listen, these are designed for multiplayer in mind, but it's not like you can't do them on your own. Right. 
So well, I mean, you might you might run into the same problem. Uh, I've heard the grind isn't nearly as bad. Right? Oh, like in those ones, you're like you have to basically be like the best at Monster Hunter. Right. I played um Monster Hunter Four Ultimate, I think, on the 3DS, and I did really like what I played. It, it was fun. It's just it takes a lot for that kind of game, and it's not that it was a bad game. I was just like, I don't have time for this. I, yeah. I was like junior in college, sophomore in college. I was like, I don't have time to do this. Yeah. Well, it's so funny because like you said, you were talking about it, and I was like, I was even I was saying, I was like, people were like, you have to like play like twenty hours to get into it. I was like, twenty hours to get into it. Wait, hold on. Xenoblade Two, they said that. Octopath Traveler, they said that. Twenty hours in to get into a game. That's what I'm all about. <laughs> But yeah, th- I mean, there you go. Yeah, I'm really excited about this, and I'm and um, I'm hoping. I mean, it it was on the 3DS, so I'm not worried about like its frame rates or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying the 3DS was bad, but like it's not the Switch, right? So I, I'm sure it will be up. It will be a better game. Yeah. If we have any Monster Hunter fans in the audience, let me know so when I buy the game, you can you can show me how it is and be like, no, Mike, you're doing this all wrong. This yes. is what you're supposed to exactly. do. Exactly. Yes. The next one is um absurdly exciting to me. Yeah. Celebi is coming Monday. Monday, Celebi will in Pokemon Go. And I am I'm so excited for another mythical quest. But that's not all. Today, Regirock started spawning in raids. And next September, September 21st, right? Yeah, September 20-something. The weekend of September 20th. September, the weekend of September 20th, Chikorita will be the community Pokemon. Which means Chikorita, I mean... Which means Cyndaquil and Totodile are not very far behind. Yeah, which is what really I'm excited about. Like, I mean, I'm excited for Chikorita. But here's the thing. Someone did the math and stuff. Chikorita will never be better than Venusaur, no matter what move Chikorita gets. <laughs> so, I mean, um, Meganium, not Chikorita, yeah. obviously. Anyway, um, so that's awesome. Yeah, I'm excited about this. You know, the idea... I mean, the, the quests are always good for people who may not necessarily have the... the you know, the the things we and I take for granted. Where, like, I live in... I, I work in New York City, so I get to basically do raids whenever I want. And when I'm home, we have, like, five people that we can go raiding with. And having another, like, long quest for a really cool Pokemon for people who... Don't right. Well, this is this is very different from the field quest. It's not like that kind of no, thing. No, but I'm saying, like, even, like, with Mew. Like, it was something that, like, you could work towards as a single player. Right, it, it is the campaign mode that everyone said Pokemon Go was missing up until... It came out in March. Yeah, so it's something another one, and it looks really cool. And Sel- I like Celebi. I like the little onion man. Right. Uh, also, yeah, I'm excited for Regirock. Uh, yeah. By the way, I have a Registeel for you. Oh, good. I, I, I caught a seventh one. So oh, I can, now you can give it to me. <laughs> now I can... I, we I were, need six. We were talking... Like, we went around raiding um, Eevee Community. Eevee Community Heaven, by the way. I got four shiny Eevees. How many did you get, Mike? Uh... Well, technically, I got four, but I caught one of... If you follow Twitter, you'll have known this. I caught one of them at five o'clock. So when I when it was on the screen and jumping around, it was shiny. But once it got into the ball, it wasn't shiny anymore. That, uh, that sucked. I was like... It really sucked. This is the worst. <laughs> but, I mean, listen, the community was a lot of fun. Anyway, we did we did two Reggie Steel raids... And it ran away no, from no, me. No. You you did two Reggie I, Steel raids. Wait, did you not do this? No, I only did the first one. Oh, I, I caught thought a Reggie Steel. Like, I said, just walking over there. No, I was like, I'm tapping out. I got one. I'm good. Well, um, anyway, did the second one. Did two of them, and I didn't catch either of them. Even though I got like more than half excellent curveballs, I was like, Reggie Steel just doesn't like me. And Mike and I were joking. He's like, Don't worry, man. I have seven. I'll trade you one. And then we were walking home and he looked through his Pokemon and he was like, actually, Matt, I only have six. Yeah, I was like, I only have six. I don't think I can, I don't think I can part with one of these Registeel. But, but now, now he's got a seventh one. So seven, it's all seven, okay. Yeah, we're fine. We I should said. do that like soon because 
discount. Oh yeah, we have a discount right now, don't we? Yeah, let's let's figure that out. Um, anyway, but that's our that's our obligatory uh, weekly Pokemon Go news. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, next one is the other like big news, but it wasn't really. I think it is. I so, think this is huge news. Well, okay, here it is. But it isn't. It isn't. Diablo three is coming to the Switch. So let's just talk really quickly about the saga of Diablo three on the Switch. So in like April, Blizzard put February. out a, it, was February. it was February. I think it was February. They put out a tweet. That had the Diablo nightlight turning on and off, switching on and off, and everyone's like, "Oh, Diablo is coming to Switch!" I'm like, "No, no, no, it's not. But no, my, it's not." That's my favorite thing because they Blizzard responded, "We're not that clever." <laughs> but it's like, part of me thinks that they were just stupid, or they're like, "Oh yeah, wait, hold on, that definitely would be what they're thinking," and now we can't spoil this because we're idiots, or they're like, "Okay, everyone's all right through this. What we're we expecting." Um, but the other thing is, is that I think it was Forbes t- yesterday put up the article about Diablo 3 coming to Switch with its exclusive Legend of Zelda gear and then took it down immediately. And everyone's yeah. like, so it came out today and everyone's like, yeah, okay, well, Diablo 3 coming to Switch. I love it when people do that. It's like, come on. Yeah. So if you haven't played a Diablo game, it's like the it's like the dungeon crawling top downy. Like if you think about like a game like Dota or um, you know, or a game like League of Legends, it's like that kind of or style. Fall of Life, for or Fall Life, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it's one of these games where it you know you you go around the dungeon, you have all these different abilities and stuff. Um, this is also cool because I mean, so it was on PC. I think it out on PC in 2012. So this is like a five year old game. Six-year-old. Gosh, 2018. Correct. I'm getting old. Um, Yeah, it's like a six-year-old game. But one... So you said it was already ported to consoles, but the Switch having this too is it has up to four-player couch co-op. But I'm pretty sure every other console with Diablo now has that. Yes. I'm not saying like, oh, you should buy the Switch version because... But I'm like, the Switch version has that, and as the kind of console that you, you pick up and bring with you places, and then I can put it in the dock... If you were to play this game with me, I would actually buy it. Right. I, I actually, I've been thinking about it more and more, and I think I'm going to buy Diablo 3. Yeah. Because like, I, I was talking to Mike about this when Mike said it to me, and Mike was, like, crazy excited when it, like, happened. Yeah, I was like, it's Diablo. And I was, like, I, I really wasn't, like, into it when it first happened. I was like, you know, I, I've i had, like, three different consoles that Diablo 3 has come out on. Never got it then. Hadn't really had the interest. And now I'm seeing all this stuff for Diablo, like, r- right now. Yesterday, I didn't care. But over the course of these past 24 hours, I'm like, all right, I, I kind of care. Matt cool. wants to have the Ganondorf gear. Like, that's what you I, No, but not even that. Just the game looks cool, and it comes yeah. with the both expansion packs. They're huge expansion packs. Yeah, and just the, the idea of the game is just, like, that you can just keep playing it and just grinding for better gear with your friends. And you can play up to four people on separate Switches online. So the idea that, it, like... Listen, I'll probably play the story. If I buy this game, I'll play the story mode alone. But you and I can be like, hey, Matt, you around? You want to play Diablo? And we can yeah, just play Yeah, but on. I just, I don't know if that'll be fun because it's like, it's not that kind of ever growing game where I won't need to get the gear. It's like, after I play like every mission in the game, am I going to care? Uh, I mean, yes and no. It depends. I don't know much about like the post game stuff. Right. But, like, no, neither that's do I. The, that's the part of the game that people like. Like, they, they said in this version of the game, you can choose to just skip the campaign, start at level one, but start doing, like, the the, the, the other stuff that the game has right. to offer. Um, and having that option, I think, is good. And I want to read more into Diablo. I've liked this game. I played, um... I played Trine 2, which is another one of these, like, top, top-down dungeon crawler kind of games, uh, with my brother uh, on Steam a bunch of years ago. And I really enjoyed playing that 
with another person. So I'm like, I'd be interested to see, like, if you played it with me and we had, like, a group that we just, like, you know, okay, that place of Diablo. Um, I think it'd be good, but it's one of those games that I think if you don't have a group to play it with, you have to really be like, okay, am I going to enjoy this or no? And I'm not saying that you won't, but I'm excited for this game. I'm, I'm, and I, I want, I want to be Ganondorf. I know. I I, be, we all, we all want to be Ganondorf. Yeah. Well, like, listen, I like being the tank class. That's like when we played Trine, that was my thing. I like, my brother was like, died in like four hits. But he did all this damage, like, gun class. And I was just this guy who ran in the middle with all this aggro and, like, a flaming aura and a giant hammer. And I was like, everyone's going to ha- hang out with me. And I want to do that again. Yeah, so I, I hope the multiplayer is fun in Diablo 3. And I'm, I'm sure it, it will If be, it's not, it's not a good port of Diablo 3. <laughs> exactly. Uh, moving right along, though. Silver Blaze and Vector have been confirmed for Sonic Racing. Shocker. This is, this, Shocker This, this right makes now. me laugh. Why does it make you laugh? Well, it's just like, I mean, it's so classic Sonic being like, hey, do you want to see C-list Sonic characters? Because they're coming to our game. Well, they need to fill out a whole roster. Listen, listen, listen. We all know what this game needs to actually be a really good game. I feel like Blaze is B-list. No, I'd say Blaze is C-list. I'd no. say, if anything, Vector and Silver are B-list. No, those two are definitely C-list and Blaze is B-list. Blaze was Blaze, hold on, was Blaze in Sonic Forces. I don't remember. Because I know Silver was in Sonic Forces. I know Vector was in Sonic Forces. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. I don't, I don't consider Sonic Forces when I'm rating good things about Sonic. Okay? <laughs> Neither do I, but I'm just saying. <laughs> Sonic canon says that they are not as important. Anyway. I suppose. Let's be honest. If Sonic Team Racing were to put Waluigi in it, I don't think I'd be surprised. Oh, you know, though, that reminds me about an indie that I totally forgot to talk about. Oh, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Um, We got the trailer for um the um release date trailer for free on planet oh really yes we did i believe it was august 30th and this is digital and physical or just digital i believe Um, just digital right i believe just digital if it's physical then i'm definitely getting the physical version because i love that game yeah and i'll gladly play that game again mike you should definitely play that game because it is the best 2d sonic ever made stop I know you're going to disagree with me just because I've been overhyping it so much. No, 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 Sonic Mania is the best 2D Sonic game because it's actually a 2D Sonic game. What did I just say? I know you're going to disagree with me because... I'm not disagreeing with you because. I'm disagreeing with you because, to me, Sonic Mania hits all those things about my childhood. So, I'm just saying, Freedom Planet is a I very am, good game. I, I know it's a very good game. And I'm excited to play it. But it's it has some pretty big shoes to fill. Okay. Listen, listen, I know my nostalgia blindness doesn't help, but listen, Sonic Mania was really good. Anyway, uh, next up, we have the... Wait, do a we very actually, wait, I'm sorry, real, rumor. real fast. Yeah, do we have up? a release date for Sonic Team Racing yet? No, we do okay. not. Damn. There was a leak that, there was a rumor that was coming out sometime in December. I don't believe it, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, let's talk about this one. So this is a rumor, and I think it's like, I, I think it's been debunked, but like, it, it did seem I know, interesting. It? I don't know. It's, um, actually, Matt, why don't you take this one? So, we got a rumor that there is a, um, Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe coming out. And I do have a little bit of information on it. So, basically, what was said is that the game will be coming to the the Switch with the Luigi DLC. The Super Luigi U DLC that came out for it. As well as a bunch of new bonus additional uh, content. So... If you like those 2D Mario games, this is awesome. Here's a, a big new one because it's got the base game, the DLC, which is huge. And then it's got all the whatever the bonus content is. My thing about this being real, if it's real, is that 
Super Mario Maker would sell more. Like, there's no doubt about it that Super Mario Maker would sell more. You think so? Yes. I don't know how much... I didn't know how well Mario Maker sold. Super Mario Maker was incredible. Yeah. So, I just... I feel like Nintendo would rather put out a Super Mario Maker game than put this out. But maybe they want people to play one of these before they play a Super Mario Maker game on the Wii U. Or yeah, on the Switch, excuse and, me. And honestly, like, thinking about it, like, the more I was... Because I, I saw this this morning, I was like, really? But then I thought about it, I was like, listen, every every generation has had a 2D Mario game in some capacity. Like, the GameCube and the, the N64 didn't, but at those times we had 2D Mario games on our handheld consoles. And, you know, I've always heard good things. These 2D Mario games always sell. Everyone loves them. And I don't blame them. They're good games. Uh, they're getting kind of old. I, I'm not saying that they're my favorite. Don't get me wrong. I, but, like, I think 2D Mario sells. It's it's Yeah, I mean, I, I've bought every... All of the new Super Mario Bros. games. Yeah, I haven't played... I think I pl haven't played one since... Oh, gosh. Actually, I don't think I've played everything, anything past the first one on the DS. But I like the games. I've seen people play them, and I know they're fun. I know they're nothing super special. They're kind of Mario holding pattern, but that's okay. They're Yeah, they're, they're just more Mario. I think that if they were to make one for the Switch... I do not want a re-release of the Wii U one because that was the one where they were really starting to show their, all right, I've 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 been here, I've done this before. Yeah. So if they were to make, uh, I mean, they obviously should make a 2D Super Mario game for the Switch because it's 2D Super Mario, um, but I think they should switch it up. Yeah. No pun intended. Yeah, no, I, I get that. They, I they need to do something different with it. I still think that Odyssey mechanics in a 2D setting could be a very fun idea to mess around with. I think so, too. I'm just... The reason I'm more apprehensive and I thought about this more is the fact is, is like, Mario Odyssey did have 2D sex sections, and they didn't put them there, so I'd be surprised if they decided to put them somewhere else. Yeah, but, but I think they wanted to maintain the retro integrity of those scenes. I guess. And, and, I, and I can Mario believe Odyssey. that. I just, eh, I don't know. I, I think they gotta do something. And I thought 3D World was a good step. Um, but if they want to keep actually oh, God, 2D... 3D World is the best Mario game, period. Stop. Anyway... Anyway, I do understand them saying, like, listen, we're going to wait on Super Mario Maker because they want to, like, really make a, like, a, like, they want to make, like, a Breath of the Wild Mario Maker, not a Splatoon 2 Mario Maker. Right. Where, like, they want to, like, add a lot more stuff. And I'd be okay with them kind of, like, saying, hold on, well, here's your, here's some 2D Mario. Calm mm -hmm. down. Yeah, no, I, I get that, and I, I would agree with that. I would definitely, if they made another Mario Maker, which they're going to. They have to. They, I, I would want a lot more stuff in it. And I would enjoy playing, especially if it had a, um, if it had multiplayer, which obviously it would. Yeah. Super Mario, uh, f Super Mario 2D for the Switch. I would be very interested in getting it, for sure. I, I mean, it would obviously be a good game at the base. It's just how much do they change it to me? Yeah, I, I, I feel that. I'll be interested. I, listen, listen, I'm listening. That's what I'm telling Nintendo. I'm listening. Right. But I wanted to bring this up also because... If this was true, on the heels of this, and the Switch Online coming soon, and Diablo 3's official, like, announcement, sure does seem like we're gonna have to get another Direct soon. You th Well, I mean, here's... I think the... I mean, I think we are getting another Direct soon. I think we're going... Because Nintendo has to talk more about Super Mario Party before it comes out. Because they barely said anything. Yeah, they haven't they... talked anything about Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee since E3. Which was a week I mean, after we've we gotten got little trailers. Well, we got little, but they, that's not. We had a Mega Evolution reveal. Yeah, well, we got that in Coral Coral Magazine. And then yeah, we're like, but we also trailer. got a trailer for it. Yeah, I was... I, but I, I do agree. I do think they have to talk about uh, Let's talk Go about more, more in, in a more formal setting, and I 
th- I know they're going to talk about Smash more in some kind of a direct yeah. before Smash comes out. And then so we also I had think... we also had all those people who were saying, "Listen, don't count us out yet for our fall lineup." And everyone's yeah, like, "But Mike, where's Mike, the fall?" Look at everything that we just talked about. This is the fall lineup. Yeah, like but I'm this just... is it. They revealed it outside of a direct, but I still think there is a direct coming before Super Mario Party U. Okay. I mean Super Mario Super Super Mario, Super Mario Party. Party. Yeah, and I'm just saying I I, I could imagine them doing a direct and having like you know. You know, here's a little bit more about the games we already know about, and here's, like, one more game. Right. And I, but, I mean, you, we also have things like, um, Travis, um... Travis Strikes Back? Yeah, that one. That's gotta come out. There's a, there's a couple of other little games that we, we don't have all the information for, but, like, when they said that, they, they said that fall lineup thing way back when, I was like, yeah, we're gonna get another Direct, and then all this news came out, and I was like, huh, that's strange that they announced all this stuff instead of holding it for a big old Direct. Yeah. And, uh... I think also, and I, I want to talk to the, about you. Uh, I want to talk to you about this uh, last week, but obviously you weren't here. Where I was kind of surprised that you know we've had we've had game specific directs before, like you know like the Arms Direct. But even then, we got information about other games within yeah, that direct. I think, and the fact that we had a Smash Direct with nothing makes me think. I think the next one obviously is it's not around the corner but it's sooner than i think most people would assume from what i've seen i believe that kind of thing is very 50 50 where like it's like, either where it's it's oh it's a whole direct dedicated to this one game and then maybe there's something at the end maybe there isn't okay also it was smash so like you can't it's like i remember the arms direct way back when had a little bit of splatoon at the end because you can follow up ARMS with Splatoon 2, because, Mike, I'm sorry to say this, people were looking forward to Splatoon 2 more than they were ARMS. No, I don't disagree with that. Um, and it's like... <laughs> I won't fight you on that. <laughs> like, you can't do that for Super Smash Brothers. Like, you can't be like, we've got one more surprise, it's 2D Super Mario! Yeah. Like, you can't, you can't do that with Smash. Yeah, no, I, didn't, I wouldn't think they would have ended on it. I could imagine them like, kind of like doing like a break halfway through and just talking about a bunch of quick games mm, or something no, I, like that. No, I don't think so. Well, I just... I guess I was thinking it was going to happen because we spent so much time at E3 talking about Super Smash Brothers, and, like, obviously they want to put all their marketing right now into Super Smash Brothers. Why wouldn't they? But the game's incredible. But I was like, oh, so maybe this time we'll get something else. So now that we did again, I'm like, okay, I think I think we're due for another Direct sooner rather than later. I mean, yeah, no, I still think we're going to get another Direct, but I'm not at all surprised... There wasn't anything in this direct, but that also brings up another thing that I want to talk about: hmm. is that if what we got at this direct was what we got for the e- for the Smash segment in E3, I would have been way happier because here they actually announced stuff. Well, they announced. I mean, no, they were like, "Olimar's helmet can crack." Whoa! And that well, it was stupid. Well, they wanted to do the "Everyone is here" bit and Ridley. Those and, are like yeah, the- that was really cool. But imagine if they did this blowout. I think it would. I think this was better because listen, we were all talking about Smash during E3, but then after this direct, everyone was talking about Smash again, and there was nothing You're else. You make it sound like people stopped talking about Smash. Well, I'm not saying people didn't talk about, but like news outlets were like, Super Smash Brothers. Look at all this stuff. Look at all this stuff again. But this time, there was no no other industry buzz mm-hmm. kind of getting in the way. Right. But Plus, uh, yeah, but I also do still think that they have enough surprises, like still that they could have. You know how when Pokemon Sun and Moon was coming out, every week or every two weeks, Pokemon Company would be like, we got a new Pokemon. We got a new character. We got a new gameplay element or something like that, slowly up until the release of the game. And that kept them in the spotlight, and people kept talking about Sun and Moon, and people were really excited. I think they could still do the same thing. 
I guess. I mean, they kind of did that already, though, with Brawl. That's what they did have this smash, smashdojo.com. Right, and they, I mean, they still do have that. They still do have that yeah, website where but, they're updating every week. But what they would do with, during Smash Brawl was that, like, nothing ever got announced, like, at an E3 event or something right, like that. Like, right. I remember one, the day that Ike was announced on the Smash Dojo, people were freaking out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not saying that it was a bad idea. I think their whole plan of saying, like, I feel like Sakurai and his team have been planning this in a way that's saying, listen, we're going to make you think you know everything about Smash, and then we're going to turn it on his head. Because I listened to an, I listened to another podcast, and they were talking about how, well, I'm really bummed that we didn't find out about K. Rule until now, but or Simon Belmont until now, but, like, you can't use the tagline, everyone is here, when there's a character like that being right. so everyone be like Simon Belmont's in Smash not everyone is here like that was so E3 was everyone is here well they could everyone, have, everyone is here and then stop and maybe during Treehouse they were like got another tease for it and they could have talked about more stuff yeah I think they were like I mean Nintendo's always been weird about their marketing I think they're like okay this is what they, I they want always people do it in to a unique say. way and it always works out I'm, yeah. not, I'm not saying what they did was bad necessarily I'm just saying they could have done it this way also yeah I, I'm I'm just saying I, I'm happy with the way they've done it I mean because like, I think we still now, have... Right now, I am happy with the way they did it. You know, you know me. Back during E3, I wasn't necessarily happy when they did the way they do it. But now I am happy. Yeah. I've been happy from the start, but... I think... Yeah, it's because Nintendo can do it wrong in your eyes. No, 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 no. They, <laughs> they, they definitely can. But to me, I'm like... I there, There's two big things... About, or I'd say three big things about this game. Like, okay, these characters that we never would expect to actually come to Smash are coming to Smash. We're bringing back characters that people never thought would ever come back. And then it's just like, this is the ultimate version of the game. And they've been good about only focusing on one of those at a time. And I think it's one of the things that's keeping the interest and the hype and the just like, okay, now what? Like, because everyone, I've heard a lot of people, they're like, listen, I mean, I think I I said this. If if Sakurai said, those are all the characters, that's it. I'd still be really excited about this game. Yeah, no, I mean, I think anybody would. Yeah. But also when they said everyone is here and all we knew was Inkling... Ridley and uh, Daisy, I was also still excited. Right. And I think they're like, listen, we can just keep making I said, I said I wouldn't be surprised if there's only two more characters. Yeah. And I was still excited. But now now we've got like six more characters we, and we've got more coming. Yeah. It's just, oh gosh, it's crazy. But anyway, we are so off topic and we spent so much time on it, it's not even funny. No, it's not. Okay, go <laughs> on. Um, Mike, you like anime? You know JoJo's Bizarre Adventures? Uh, no, I do not. You don't? No. I don't watch the show, but I have a friend who's been, like, dying to make me watch this show. So the friend who always makes us want to watch no. anime? Oh, really? You don't know this friend. Oh, I don't know this friend. <laughs> but uh, he's been dying to make me watch the show, never watched the show. Bandai Namco's making a game. Platforms to be announced, but Bandai Namco being Bandai Namco, be surprised if it wasn't on Switch. Yeah, I'd be surprised, too. So uh, if you like it, I hear it's a very good anime. I'd... I've never seen it, but I guess I'd recommend it. Yeah. Um, so, there you go. Uh, this next one, can I talk about this one? Yeah. Uh, August 24th is the release date for Little Dragon's Cafe in the United States. However, the EU release date got moved to September 21st. That blows. Yeah, I feel bad for any of our UK friends out there. Looking at this game, so I saw a little bit of gameplay footage, and I think I told you about this. The, the, the footage I saw was in... Um, Sorry, it was in TV mode. And it looked really good and looked really cute, but one issue was the camera. When you walked past certain areas, it would do, like, this glitch, like, yeah, like yeah. moving back and forth, like, a little bit of movement, but, like, really, 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 really quickly. And the person who was who had posted it, uh, if you want to look, it's NWRTV. Uh, their, uh, their YouTube channel has some footage. 
And they had posted that they were going to post some handheld footage later on. And I'm excited about this game, but I want to see the reviews and I want to see the footage before it comes out, before I even think about buying it. I The, the thing about that kind of issue is I'm confident it's going to get patched out. It's eventually going to be fixed. Like there's Because there's well, no way you can leave a game like that. Yes, but this is a team that made Story of Seasons, which I did play, and it was on the 3DS, and it had, like, just, like, frame rate problems, but it was a 3DS-only game, and it had, like, issues that were, like, easily solvable, but never got patched. Well, that's also the 3DS. Yeah, but it's also, it's not backed by some large publisher, so I could see this game, I would would not hope that this would happen, but I could see the game coming and going if it didn't have a good launch. And never getting patched just because the sales were bad because the game didn't get patched right. on launch. Uh, as long as this isn't an like an every area kind of thing or a very frequent kind of thing, I am not upset by this. I mean, like I'm upset by it, obviously, have but you it's seen not. The it's not a break the game kind of thing for me. No, I have not seen the footage, but the the way it's been described to me, it wouldn't it wouldn't ruin the game for me. Okay, well, let me. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on. We're gonna go for just a sec. Matt's gonna listen footage. All right, Mike has now shown me the footage, and it's way better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, but still, if, it, if it's consistently doing that, it will bug me. Mike, I, I barely noticed that. See, I, it didn't bug me in the slightest. Really, because it bothered me to no end. That, I just I did not care. Really? The, the camera moved a little jaggedly, but other than that, it was... It just fun. twitched back and forth, though. Yeah, but it was all it was doing was trying to align itself through the trees. Yeah, but, like, it does against... Later in, in the footage, they show him, he's, like, walking around, like, a bend... And there's, like, a wall on the bend, and when he turns to walk around the bend, he does the same thing. Oh, I will watch the full gameplay later, and I will tweet my reaction to it. Okay. But from what you just showed me, it's not that bad. Listen, I'm not saying it's, gonna like, a, a make or break. I think, honestly, it might just be because it was in TV mode. And if it's played in a handheld, it might not have that problem. But I, I want to see how the game does before I decide. Because it looks like a fun game. It looks really cute. But I don't want to buy a game. Because I've, I've bought a game from this publisher... That was a farming simulator kind of game before I played Stardew Valley. And I was like, oh, I'm really excited about this. And I was like, I am not into this. Mm-hmm. So this, to me, this studio has a little bit of proving to do. That's all. All right, that's fair. Um, so we only have one piece of news left. <laughs> and I don't, Mike, did you see this? I did. Okay, because I, I just wanted to talk about it. Um, Goku's voice actor has spoken out that he has not been approached for Smash. So everyone can stop wondering if Goku is in Smash. I don't understand this. His pro- First of all, I mean, it doesn't really prove anything because he could be in the game without his official voice actor. But he's not in the game. <laughs> he's an anime character. I was he's, like, like, well, come I mean, on. yeah, but like, they're like, well, ten years ago, would I tell, if I told you Cloud was in Smash, would you believe it? I'm like, well, no, but I'd believe it more than Goku. Than Goku. Like, the year that Goku comes into Smash, I better also be getting Shrek. Okay. Yeah, really. Like, they better go all out if that's yeah. happening. There's the people who make keeping the joke that uh, the new Dragon Ball fighting game, there is a new character exclusive to that game. And she's like, like, well, that character's a video game character. First came out in a video game. They could be in Smash. And I'm like, no. Nah. No. Nah. Um, but yeah, so this week we don't actually have a main discussion. We had a lot of news that we wanted to go through. Uh, next week, I think we're talking about Octopath Traveler finally, which is what yes. I was... What I was playing this week, if you notice, I didn't talk about what I was playing this week, because we were like, well, if we get through all the news, we'll talk about Octopath. We were, like, ready to talk about it this week. Yeah. The week we were ready to talk about it, we had too much other stuff to talk about. We had to catch up. Matt's been out. So, uh, that was kind of, uh, what we were talking about this week. Uh, Matt, what is your fun fact? My fun fact was a story 
that I had in mind, and now I can't remember it, so you go first. I'll try to remember okay, it. My fun fact is make sure you're texting your girlfriend when you're texting your girlfriend and not texting Matt. Because I sent Matt a text today. My, my girlfriend was is a photographer, and she was taking pictures of cats today. And yesterday she was taking pictures of dogs. And she sent me a picture of a dog today. On I said I said to her, I'm like, no, today's kitty day, not puppy day. And Matt just says, excuse me? And I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> no, you called me a silly bunny. I did call you a and silly bunny. And that's what I was like. You're my silly bunny. Don't, don't <laughs> he touched me. <laughs> gotta bleep that out too now. Way to go. I gotta learn how to bleep tonight. <laughs> dab, 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 dab. I... There, have fun, Matt. <laughs> If you want to follow us at Pink Gold Peeps on Twitter, at Cento Says for Mike, you can email us, hate mail at gmail at pink gold pe- peeps at gmail.com. Matt is falling apart. Ciao! <laughs> Our intro is uh, created by Rick's Record as well. Make yeah, sure he's cool. Him on SoundCloud. It's cool. Check him out. Now, ciao! Subscribe to us on iTunes and SoundCloud as well. Yeah, that's good too. Matt, what's your fun fact? We can't close the show until you give me a fun fact. I forgot a fun fact. My fun fact is Sarah's peeking into the door. Ciao! Ciao! <laughs>